Welcome to another episode of Subway Tours. We like movies. We are your hosts. I'm Misha. I'm Mai. And Anjo. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop it. The> <laughs> and Anjo is a dinosaur today, which is no! appropriate because we are going. What's <laughs> full? I said no. Okay, okay. Today we are going to be talking about the latest release in a series that started in 1993 with Jurassic Park. We are talking, of course, about the third Jurassic World film, Dominion. Cue the dinosaurs. Why? What's wrong? You okay? Hand? No, no. I saw Chris Pratt do the hand thing. I'm not okay. Oh my God. Yes, we are going to be talking about the latest Jurassic World film. The third in the series and the sixth in the overall franchise. This film, of course, stars Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard who are reprising the roles that they began in 2015's Jurassic World. The big selling point this time is the reuniting or rather, the return of the OG cast, Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Laura Goldblum. Dern! From the classic Jurassic Park, and they are teaming up with the new guys in the latest dinosaur-powered blockbuster. Laura so Dern! Tell us, Sorry. What did you guys think in your completely unbiased Laura Dern point of view? Laura it's Dern! Laura Dern! That's what I thought about that. The hell? No, but what did you guys think of the movie? Did you watch the movie? Of course I did, yes. I did. I, I watched the premiere at SM North Ed's uh, IMAX. Thank you so much, Universal, for the invite. It was my first... Thanks, mate. It was my first uh, IMAX movie in forever. But thank you. Hey, I had fun with inflatable dinosaurs. I, I saw. saw. I was kind of jealous. I was jealous. I also wanted to have selfies with dinosaurs. Because <laughs> yep. I also remember, like, uh, the last COVID-free Halloween, Jason and I actually went to a Halloween party in Poblacion wearing those huge inflatable dinosaur suits. <laughs> so when I when I was with Jason during the movie premiere and we saw the dinosaurs, we were like, family. <laughs> huh. Family! Too fast to dinos. Yeah, so it, it was it was nice. It was a nice family reunion of some sort. <laughs> Just because. And um, yeah, a lot of a bunch of our our, our listeners at the radio station, because it was a radio party, they they will forever associate me with those inflatable dinosaurs, which I would prefer over this movie. Associate me oh. with associate me with the inflatable dinosaurs. It, 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 Not this movie. <laughs> it's funny because when I saw your social media post about the dinosaurs, I just figured, oh, there are more dinosaurs in my picture than there are in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this movie shouldn't be called Jurassic World, considering it's called Jurassic World Dominion. You'd think the dinosaurs would be dominating the world, but no. <laughs> Some other strange alien creature would dominate the world. Weird. It that was the weird thing for me. I mean, like the last movie, all of their trailers were showing dinosaurs like in modern day settings. 
And all that stuff only happened like in the last two minutes. And then in this movie, where you think you're going to be seeing dinosaurs in modern day settings, the majority of it is in the last two minutes. Hmm. Well, the most dinosaur actually we get is still on another tropical forest, which we've already seen six times by this point. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, you, you know, I had a bad feeling about this movie when I saw how it started. You see a fake now this <laughs> viral video about dinosaurs <laughs> dominating or roaming around the world, mm-hmm. interacting mm-hmm. with humans and, you know, modern times. It's just, what the heck? Uh, you know, like exactly. I, I'm like, right? stop telling us about it. Show it to us. Right? So when I saw that, I was like, oh, we're in for a ride. I am just going to try and enjoy this as much as I can. Lo and behold, and like, two and a half hours later. We get with, the only thing we get with characters and dinosaurs in the modern day where they're not in a tropical forest is um, where Maisie is, you know, playing Dino Whisperer <laughs> in a construction site. And Chris Pratt does the hand thing again. And again. Shot every stopping, time Chris Pratt does the hand thing. Wait, I don't I didn't traffic, I, but with dinosaurs. I, I didn't know. I thought it would you know, I thought it would only work with blue. And then mm-hmm. you see him do it on a frick, you know, <laughs> on, on every a, dinosaur. On every dinosaur trained. They know to stay back. Sorry. Sorry. I had this random visual when Angel mentioned blue. I was like, Papa? <laughs> Wrong blue. Wrong blue. <laughs> Wrong, wrong, wrong blue. That would have been a better blue. I want to see that. He had a more helpful <laughs> trainer too, you know. Oh my god! Would love to see is much better. I'd rather blue. see Steve than Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. I'm saying oh it as goodness. Chris Pratt, by the way, as in Chris Pratt. That's how I pr- how I choose to say his name. Okay, Okay. (laughs) so this movie picks up where 2018's Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom ended. And in that movie, for anyone who needs a refresher, it ended with a terrorist auction where tuxedo terrorists were buying dinosaurs. And at the end of the movie, all of the dinosaurs escaped into the North American wilderness, but somehow... They have multiplied exponentially. They've added new species and they are all over the world at this point. So that would have been a really cool place to start. But instead, the movie opens with the biggest threat to the world being a swarm of killer mutant locusts. Yes, this movie is about pestilence over dinosaurs. What did you guys think of the bugs? Huh. Why would you? I mean, it's a movie about dinosaurs. Why was the central conflict about fucking locusts and famine? Exactly. Maybe I don't know. It's Maybe they thought to that do we were better, sick guys. Dinosaurs. <laughs> no. Maybe they thought we were sick of dinosaurs and wanted to see some corporate. No, dinosaurs. no, I'm not they sick were, of dinosaurs. They were fucking marketing <laughs> dinosaurs this whole time. It's we Jurassic got World. Did you get fucking bugs? <laughs> I wasn't here watching a bug's life. I wanted to see fucking dinosaurs, <laughs> man. <laughs> I don't want to see Hopper dominate the world. Oh. Hopper and crew dominate the world. You know? I wanted to see Littlefoot, Sarah, oh, Littlefoot. and Ducky, you know? Sharp tooth. And sharp tooth, too. I, I, I was and Jason and Kimberly. Shocked. and. <laughs> 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 no. They have like I, dinosaur robot things that works. I understand. I understand how hard it can be to try and bring in 
legacy characters into a reboot universe. But we've had so Why? many examples of, of of good. We have many good examples in the last couple of years of how we to have do the it Mandalorian. We had the first Star Wars movie, the first of the third trilogy. The that sequel was trilogy. Yeah, I like Force Awakens. That was fun with old Han and all. I, I, I all, But more recently, we had stuff like No Way Home. Top Gun, Ghostbusters there, Afterlife. There, there, Top movies. Gun was so fun. Right? Can we it's talk like about they... Top Gun instead? <laughs> Can we You're not just going to talk about, about the football scene for 10 Shush, minutes. Shut up. <laughs> Maybe 20 minutes. Okay, you know what? Jurassic World is so bad. I can't find the first portion. I cannot, for the life of me, try to grasp for a first portion on this one. Because I don't think Chris Pratt. So it's like, I'm not gonna thirst over dinosaurs. There's nothing to thirst over here. So what the fuck? Anyway. So That's yeah, a top funny gun thing. I think I don't think you can thirst over Chris Pratt even if you wanted to, because he's like he's barely in this movie. He's also a by the way. In fact, everybody in this movie is a by the way because they got so many things going on and they didn't know how to blend the casts. So they put them on their own storylines and then when they come together, it's like, oh, you're here. Mm-hmm. It was just, I don't know. It was it was too convenient. Everything was just too convenient. Everything and and nobody died. <laughs> I mean, it was, I know. Was so easy. I was like, nobody oh. even got hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was just it was like as if <laughs> I, I, I'm at a loss for words. It, it's as if a, an 11-year-old kid saw the first five movies of the franchise and just wrote this as a conclusion. You know what? The, the things that happen for Bryce Dallas Howard and Chris Pratt to meet Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum, it was almost as bad as the reasons that Zack Snyder came up with for Batman to fight Superman. It was like <laughs> such a stretch. It was such a stretch. Uh... Yeah. When it would have been so simple. You know, we don't demand much from these movies. I mean, we've had so many good examples and a bunch of bad ones. So I'm just thinking right now that we are so the market of this whole onslaught of nostalgia films and, you know, mm-hmm. getting the legacy cast. Because they're totally marketed towards us millennials. And you'd mm-hmm. think it would work as the last movie of this trilogy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but you'd no. think they'd make an effort, but uh... well, it, it, okay, fine. It was kind of cool seeing, you know, Dr. Ellie Sattler in her pink, pink <laughs> button down, and you know that original outfit she wore at one point after the bugs. Fuck, are there <laughs> bugs in this movie? Fucking after bugs. the bugs. Yeah, it, it was kind of cool seeing that. And there, you know, oh the, the movie did have some cool parts, but you know, overall, it was just not well put together. It really wasn't. And they, you know, I mean, they Sam tried Neil to just look confused. Yeah, you know, they tried to end game this whole thing, but no. What do you mean? I feel like I feel like it's Endgame's fault. It's Marvel Studios' fault because they did so well with Endgame, where they bring back all the superheroes. The past 10 years of their franchise or whatever, or of their shared oh, universe. Right, right, yeah. And they do it for this movie. But the thing is, it was not well thought of. It was not planned. Everything seemed forced. So everything in the story was just too convenient for everyone to see each other and work together. Oh, I got another one. Well, another. Wait, did, did Endgame come before Force Awakens? No, Deba. No, after. No, so it was Force Awakens' fault. Oh, yeah, we could go with that. 
But not you really, because Force Awakens just re- re- restarts a trilogy. But you already have the older characters there. I think, yeah, Force Awakens is a good example of like uh, a nostalgia property, but Endgame was the one that culminated like a whole bunch of movies, different storylines, and everybody meets up at the end, and it's a big emotional payoff, and that was great. But hand to God, nobody stands up and cheers when Dr. Henry Wu shows up on screen. Nobody cares <laughs> about the side characters that they brought back here. He you wasn't got, even a freaking side character in the first one. He was an extra. Right? You got Omar C, who was like an animal trainer in Jurassic World. How many people even remember he existed? He's with the CIA now. You got Justice Smith, who was an intern for Claire in Fallen Kingdom. He's in the CIA now. You got, oh my God, running away from dinosaurs qualifies you to join the CIA. But... This movie is ridiculous. They even got, uh, what's her name? Faye Valentine from Netflix's Cowboy Bebop. She shows up for like, what, 30 seconds just to say, I'm done. And like, what is the point of this? They even bring back the guy who gives the shaving cream can to Wayne Knight in the first Jurassic Park movie, except he's played by a totally different actor now. And nobody would remember him anyway. So there was no reason to give him the same name. Dodson. Nobody remembers that guy. That's why, like, who cares? It was so. It was. It's not like on your left. I was super wondering. Like, I know the name is Dodson. I remember the character is Dodson. Fine, sure, you recognize the name, but he's played by a whole different guy. And even if you recognized him, who cares? You don't have an emotional connection to that guy because he was in the old movie for thirty seconds. I would have loved if I would have loved it more if I saw Wayne Knight's character or. Mr. Arnold, who was Samuel L. Jack, who was played by Samuel L. Jack. Or, or, <laughs> It'll or be cool if Sam Jackson shows up with one arm. <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. It'd be like, oh, he lived. He Mr. Arnold wear is alive. Patch, you know. <laughs> oh my God. I called you all here for your particular set of skills. <laughs> like walking Endgame Park or Jurassic Park, Endgame Minion. I don't I'm know. here to talk to you about the Jurassic Initiative. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. So basically, this movie involves an evil CEO who is Lewis Dodgson, the bad guy behind the scenes of the first movie. He's now a Steve Jobs motherfucker, and he's running a company that the U.S. government has put in charge of uh, rounding up all the dinosaurs, putting them into a wildlife preserve. But his side hustle is creating mutant locusts to eat every crop on Earth except for the ones that his company makes. So that and you can though, control the food supply of the entire it's so world. Dumb. Why were we watching a movie about the food chain? I just wanted to watch humans get eaten by dinosaurs. I know. It's uh, like, okay, uh, this is a movie that I went into completely blind. Like, not, not, I, I totally James Bonded this. If you rem- if you remember our James Bond <laughs> episode where I just literally started with the mm-hmm. last movie. Mm-hmm. But this one, I at least have the references of my childhood watching the first three, mm-hmm. albeit not remembering them crystal clear anymore. But I know them. I know the dinosaurs and whatnot. So I walk into this and I'm like, huh, will I even make an effort to work, to watch the first two Chris Pratt movies with the dinosaurs and stuff? I know fa- And it's okay because I don't regret it because it's like… Did I miss anything? In all fairness, the first one was good. I really liked Jurassic World, the first World. one. It was fun. It was silly. It had references, but they weren't annoying. They weren't on the nose. Like you mm-hmm. knew they were references, but they were subtle. It's not like but e- this one. Even the on the nose ones, like they earned them. Like when mm. 
when the OG T-Rex shows up at the end and just kicks the genetically the the, the mutant dinosaur Rex. That was incredible. I love that fight. It was fun, and then, you know, fine. You know that um, it's it's a trope. It's a trope, right? You know, humans stand by while monsters fight. But it was a great way <laughs> to end like, that first movie. That's like they're cute to get away when the dinosaurs start fighting each other. It's like your turn to like skedaddle out of there. And you know how annoying <laughs> that one. The, you know, it, it it's pretty obvious it's gonna happen in this movie. And then oh my when god, you see it happen in this movie. When, when you no, know, what the more the, the more annoying thing is in this movie is that when it happens, you have Sam Neill's character, Doctor Alan Grant, say it's not about us. It's like, come on, did you really have to say that? <laughs> it's not about us. We've seen it five times. Come on, you knew that it wasn't gonna be about us. You knew we it was know. gonna be about you. We know. <laughs> can, can no shit, say, Sherlock. I no laugh. shit, Doctor Grant. I laughed so hard when the T Rex enters the frame. And he stops in front of this circular archway just so he can recreate the logo before he enters the final fight. It's almost as stupid as Batman flying up in front of the moon with his bat plane just to make his own logo before going down to fight the Joker. In And you know what? When Batman did it, it was hokey, but it was kind of cool. Here, it was just cringe. Branding. Because I don't think the dinosaur knows his own logo. <laughs> Branding. I mean, Batman, we know Batman's an egomaniac who puts his logo on everything. But the dinosaur? And I think they're overcompensating, honestly, for the T-Rex losing in Jurassic Park 3. Because he's won every fight in every movie since then. It's funny that Mai's mentioned her No Time to Die experience where mm-hmm. she went from zero to a hundred <laughs> without watching what came before. Well. Because honestly speaking, if you saw the movie that came before this, you would probably be thinking, what the hell were they th- What the hell were they on that oh. they thought that picking up the worst parts of the previous movie would be things that we wanted to see in this one. Because we, we only really wanted to see the OGs. We didn't need to see what the terrorists did with the dinosaurs or, or um, you know, what the human clone is doing now at this point in her life. Maybe, I mean, that's, they, why, that. maybe that's why it was okay for me at first. I Probably if I did know how bad the second one was, I wouldn't be excited at all to see this one because like, oh God, they took it in weird, into weird places. Now they have to close it and everything. So since I went in cold... Is absolutely no clue. To be fair, naman, I understood what was going on. I wasn't like completely lost. Like given that this this is the last movie, and mm-hmm. just remembering how things turned out for uh, the the last James Bond movie, where I was completely <laughs> clueless. <laughs> like I was like, "What the fuck is going on? I don't understand anything." At least for this one, they 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 they, uh, no, they made an effort to. They didn't have to. But it's, yeah, they made a now this video. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking now this video. <laughs> Fucking. Pero wala ding connect eh. 
I know, so they didn't say anything about clone girl. I just had to figure out, oh, there's a clone girl. And then later <laughs> on, I just had to figure out like, oh yeah, okay, this is how things are. Dinosaurs are out in the real world. But then why are we going back to the park to see the dinosaurs? Why don't we see them normally <laughs> I won't out there be in sur- real life? Here, I won't be funny. surprised there might be a sequel to this movie and then we have humanoid-like <laughs> dinosaurs because of her freaking genes. It was number one at the box office. So let's see. Uh, number two is Top Gun still in theaters. Go watch that. Yes. Um, I will. <laughs> Can we please just talk about Top Gun? Fine. Let me Since watch we Top don't Gun have first. a thirst portion for dinosaurs, let's talk about Glenn Powell's abs. Everybody in the beach. The beach football. <laughs> I wanted to see that instead. Okay, I'm done. Can I just say... Tom Cruise has got balls on him for taking his shirt off next to all those 20-somethings. But he I'm did not, not embarrass himself. I'm he did not, not embarrass it. himself. It's yeah, Tom like, Cruise. Are you going to surprise? Are you going to be surprised every time he does something on screen? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, he looks good. It's Tom Cruise. You know, yes. the urban legend says that he took so long on his coverage for the volleyball game in the first movie. There was no time to do Val Kilmer's close-ups or, or cutaways. Val Kilmer was so mad. But Tom Cruise's abs are all over that movie. But in the second one, I was surprised. You know, he he lets his co-stars have their time in the sun. Because Top Gun was amazing. <laughs> wrong movie. Wrong movie. We're going back to freaking prehistoric. Not even prehistoric times. So now this, guys. Now this. Oh now, this God, now, now this. this. Now this. Now this. Ugh. So yeah, at least I understood what was going on, but I did not understand why the fuck there were locusts. There were more locusts than dinosaurs. Yeah, and I guess yeah, it's a good thing that you didn't see international terrorists in tuxedos bidding for dinosaurs from Arminzola under a mansion in North America where they somehow put every single dinosaur from the island without the owner of the house knowing. But wait, we did see like really nice tan blonde lady in a sort of Grecian-inspired outfit, which could have been from 2009, but only more glamorous with her little <laughs> laser thingy with the raptors right. in the black market. Mm-hmm. That's- yeah, we, <laughs> so basically we had a supermodel who was facilitating kidnappings and dinosaur transactions in Malta when Jurassic World Dominion suddenly became a Jason Bourne movie. Because there was... <laughs> okay, can, can, can that was, was so the weird. best part though. It's funny. It, it was, was the so best weird. part. Just, it was so weird. But I, I, I don't know. It. It's just funny how you mentioned Jason Bourne because I remember watching this movie and thinking, huh, black market dealings. Okay, this gives me a you know this gives me an Indiana Jones vibe because yes, he's in a strange a marketplace. Dinosaur black market. <laughs> and then you have the fucking CIA operatives, you know, working on some black, you know, some all these smug dinosaur smuggling shady deals. And I was like, oh, now it's gonna be a Jason Bourne movie, complete mm-hmm. with motorcycle chase, motorcycle only with dinosaurs. Parkour velociraptors. Yes. Parkour velociraptors. Well, laser. Laser pointed. <laughs> Laser-guided velociraptors yes, is the there. sentence I never thought I would say. That is amazing. 
That, but kind of cool, kind of cool to be honest. Uh, honestly, uh, that was my favorite part. That was where it became <clears throat> fun for me because we actually saw humans getting maimed by velociraptors and other miscellaneous dinosaurs. So it's like, I, yay, this is where people I, die. I think it would have been cool if they just picked a storyline, whether it's weaponizing dinosaurs, seeing dinosaurs interact with modern surroundings. Or heaven forbid, we choose the corporate espionage locusts storyline. At least focus on something instead of pretending that everything was related. Um, just I'm FYI, so sorry. Even if they picked on the corporate espionage thing, I it's just yeah, really it would have been dumb. It, locusts in a Jurassic Park. I mean, the fucking <laughs> movie's Jurassic World. <laughs> I don't want to see Bugs live. I don't want to see Hopper and crew again. I am going to say that again just because I hate Bugs. Can, can I just say, you know, what's absolutely ridiculous, even more ridiculous than everything we just listed, is that even in the first movie, they knew that the dinosaurs could reproduce, right? Because they, they had faulty genes. They had like, there were holes in their DNA sequences, so they stuck in the DNA of other animals to make up um, the difference. That's why they the could change the sex spontaneously, one. they could have kids, they could lay eggs, whatever. But in this movie, everyone acts like it's a big deal that Blue gave birth. Everybody acts like, oh, we've never seen this before. Yes, Blue. <laughs> and, and and just so you know, Mai, you know why the dinosaurs were Her in North America? Magenta. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know why the dinosaurs were in that house in North America without the owner knowing? I didn't because they care. Were... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just going to tell you how stupid it is. Because in the last movie, the original island... The volcano blew up, so they had to evacuate it. So can you please tell me, based on this movie, how many fucking boats would you need to get every dinosaur off the island and smuggle them into the basement of a North American mansion with nobody noticing? And then now this can stop taking over the world. Like, how many boats and how long was that operation to empty that island? Also, now wait, they're all how, over how, the world. How big was the basement? It was a huge basement that the owner never knew existed because, I don't know, he was taking a nap or something. What the hell? Man. And his granddaughter, the clone girl, clone girl is like, just when Chris Pratt and his friends were going to gas the dinosaurs so they don't escape, she's like, but if they don't have a right to live, what right do I have? I'm a clone too. <laughs> Mother <laughs> It was oh, so minute, bad. It was minute, so bad. The minute then, I saw the clone then, girl existed, I was like, what the hell am I watching? And then Bryce Dallas Howard pushes the button that opens the door and all the dinosaurs escape. And then she's going to lead a dinosaur NGO to protect them for their rights. I'm like, bitch, you're the one who put them out into the wild in the first place. <laughs> and just when you think that you would be dealing with the He's fallout from that, there was done. no fallout from that. Because now we move on to the exciting plot of mutant oh, insects. So exciting, really. <laughs> Actually, when you were transitioning to this, I thought you would say now because now this. Now this. Mm -hmm. Okay, so basically, TLDR, mutant bugs are in, dinosaurs are by the way. Boo. Unfortunately, that kind of applies to the OG cast as well. What did you guys think about how they use the actors? <laughs> it's just like so random how we got together. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. So, um, so Laura Dern, 
discovers the whole locust hullabaloo thing. People ask for her help when like farmlands get attacked. And then she decides to go see her old friend Sam Neil, who has his own little archaeology thing going mm-hmm. on with mm-hmm. like students and everything. He's, he's doing pretty good. And then mm-hmm. you tell me that he's actually gonna go off with Laura Dern to look for why the locusts are attacking. <laughs> okay. Yep. Okay, sure. For old time's sake, let's go. Let's go. He's to... obviously hung up on her. Yeah, okay, fine. Obviously, mm-hmm. which they dangle over our heads for he's, like he's a not half girlfriend. Half of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, and then they just so happen to bump into Jeff Goldblum, who is just being Jeff Goldblum, who looks like he doesn't give a shit anymore. He's just like, which made I'm him my gonna... favorite character in this movie. <laughs> exactly, he was just like, I'm just gonna be the meme version of myself in this movie because who cares? I get a paycheck. I don't fucking care. I'm just to gonna be, be Jeff was Goldblum. Working with, he was working with um Lauren Laura Dern's character. Because he they wanted to out Biosyn. It's like, I mean, like, how stupid is the freaking plot? You see the locusts and then you see you see the farmer complain about, oh, they don't eat Biosyn, Biosyn whatever company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know how lame the locusts were? Like, I was hoping for like a traumatic moment, just like the original Jurassic Park moment where kids mm-hmm. where this little girl gets eaten by those little tiny Tiny, I don't know what what do you call them, Misha? The tiny ones. Procompies. There. Yes. So, there. So, for short. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So you know, little girl get traumatizes other kids who are watching the movie because you mm-hmm. could like hear her get eaten. So mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. hoping for that kind of moment because you did see kids running from the locusts in the farm, but nothing. 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 You couldn't even give me a violent death for the children, <laughs> locusts. That's all I was want. That that's all I was hoping for. God damn. Which it. was br- which was why the second when that scene in the second movie was kind of brilliant because you know it was so well done where you see young Camilla Bell being attacked by the compies. That was Camilla Bell. Yes, that yes, was Camilla Bell. Young huh. Camilla Bell getting attacked. By the compies, and then you just hear the screams while the camera pans left or right, whichever direction, and you just see the trail of blood on running water. Brilliantly Mm -hmm. done. Great intro. You don't see that here, except in this movie. (laughs) It's locusts. It's locusts. It's Mm. not even dinosaurs. And And the movie fucking starts up with a viral video. Not even like any. What? Nothing in the movie. And Nothing. I don't even feel sorry for the kids attacked by the locusts. Me neither. <laughs> it's like, I don't care. Although the baby feel, dinosaur animatronics were cute too. I, I feel bad for Laura Dern because she is trying so hard despite having so little to work with. And, you know, Sam Neill is just there. <laughs> I don't know. Confused. Here He showed up. No, no, he's confused. He showed up for Jurassic Park 3. So I don't think he cares anymore, really. He just... Gets the paycheck. That's fine. And he gets to see his old friends. But Jeff Goldblum, really. <laughs> no fucks given. He was just gold blooming all through this Zero. movie. Zero <laughs> the best. Given, okay, okay if there's any so reason much. for... Okay, for our listeners out there, if there's any reason for you to watch this movie, it really is for Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I swear. I shit you not. I don't he even so think he went to wardrobe. I think he just showed up. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think so. I, I think so. I, I believe that to be true. I would like to believe that to be true. And even in this, like, uh, I don't care if it's a spoiler at this point because who gives a fuck about this movie anyway? <laughs> there's this part where Jeff Goldblum has to, like, save them from this. Uh, there's this code thing he has to, like, <laughs> there's this gate that they can't open because they have to get away from a dinosaur trying to eat them. And Gold, mm-hmm. Jeff Goldblum has to, like, open the, with a passcode and shit. He's not even trying. He doesn't even look like he's alarmed that his friends are about to be eaten by dinosaurs. He's just guessing what the code yeah. is. He's not, even, so he's not even panicked. He's just like, huh, let me try this. No, no. no, no <laughs> let me try no, this one. Another, oh, well. Another Goldblum moment was when they were trying to reboot the power system. He was like, which button? Oh, it's the one to the lower right. Uh, third one to the left, second one to the right. It's the same I, thing. I don't know how what I could the, be more specific. What the fuck are you trying to tell them? It's like, I wish that was just improv and Jeff Goldblum just being himself. And I hope that wasn't mm-hmm. in the script. <laughs> I swear, if that was in the script and it wasn't Jeff Goldblum, that would not work. I swear no, to God. No, that it would really not wouldn't. Work. Oh my God. Okay, let's talk about the relatively new characters. Well, what about Claire and Owen? Bryce the Ellis Howard and Crispy Rat. Crispy Rat. Um, crispy Rat. <laughs> crispy Rat. Crisped Rat. Whatever you want to call him. Star-Lord. They were just there. I, I felt that Bryce Dallas Howard was also trying her best. Yes, like Laura uh, Dern. Yeah, she, she was doing her best. And she did well. Um, I kind of believed her whole mom thing. Which is okay. Yeah. I get really, it. Like, from I, I, I don't know. From I never from, buy Chris Pratt in like action hero mode. It's just no, weird. No, no, he's Andy no. to me. Same. <laughs> he's just it's Andy, Andy with me. abs. I just I mean, miss fat Andy. Okay, I I liked him better when he was just Andy. Maybe yeah. maybe superhero mode Chris Pratt wasn't that you know he wasn't that bad in no, the Magnificent. That, but that's Seven. why he's Star Lord because you can't take him seriously. That's why he works as Star Lord. Mm. I don't when know. He's like when he's doing his. Dinosaur stopping traffic hands, Ugh. you know, <laughs> like enough already, enough with the hands that went viral in 2015. Oh, but God. it's stupid is... now, it's kind of embarrassing. I know it's I... even more embarrassing when you make a promise to a dinosaur. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Given that this is the only um movie of the trilogy with Chris Pratt that I've seen, I was like, he did the hand thing, and I was like, oh, he did. Okay, so he does the hand thing multiple times here. And this is literally the only movie I've seen him do that. And I'm Mm -hmm, already mm -hmm. sick of it. So what more for all the people who have watched since 2015 and then the next movie came in, see him do that shit again. (laughs) I only saw it in one movie and I'm fucking sick of it. What more for everybody else? In 2015, zookeepers and animal trainers all over the world had fun making memes out of that because it was just so dumb. Because the first time he sticks his hands up, he's like in front of three velociraptors. So like there were so many memes of zookeepers and trainers doing it with walruses and puppies <laughs> and rabbits. And it was just hilarious. Here, not so much. It's just, oh, he's still doing the thing. It's like an old joke that they've just kept bringing back and it's not working anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, well. But yes, okay, okay. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, she was lovely. Actually, she was... 
She's Sila gorgeous. Ni, yeah, Selene Laura Dern actually. They were the ones who like really tried to, you know, take it seriously and, you know, do yes, their jobs. I agree. Do their jobs. I agree. Are you hearing <laughs> us, Jeff Goldblum? <laughs> I don't know. You're here to act. Their You're here jobs. to act. If Jeff Goldblum was the, you know, the golden boy of this production, I appreciated him mm. so much. Look, if you this. told me right now that he just got baked, showed up, <laughs> said some random stuff, and they shot a around the random stuff and then just put him in the scene afterward, I would believe you. Yeah. I, I would mean, still like it because it's, it's just, just gold yeah. bloom. It's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. It's so, so very Ian McKellen though. I, not Ian McKellen. Ian, Ian Malcolm. Malcolm. Back to Bryce Dallas Howard. I at least thought that she had the, well, she probably had this face for the past two movies already, but she has this sincere look of fear in her face where it's not annoying yes. and you just enjoy her I'm so sorry well much to her misery you just enjoy her being chased by dinosaurs just because she's so effective and looking scared I agree that was <laughs> the only time I was scared for anybody in this movie <laughs> like well yeah it's the only time I cared about somebody it's like especially when the laser pointed velociraptors were like going after them eh, was going after Chris Pratt on his motorcycle. I didn't care. But when it was actually like, catching... Meh. Yeah. When it was catching up to Bryce Dallas Howard, I was legit scared for her because at mm-hmm. least she made an effort to look scared. I really like the bit where she's just gotten out of her ejector seat ooh, after the ooh, dinosaurs take the out the airplane and she has to go into this filthy, disgusting water <laughs> to get away from a dinosaur with the oh, Edward Scissorhands manicure dinosaur? you've ever seen. It's Edward Scissorhands dinosaur. Edward Scissorhands dinosaur. That, yes. That's the cool scientific name. Yes, it is. That Edward Scissorhandoritis. No, it, it is the literal keyword Anjo used to try to Google this dinosaur. I will send you the screen <laughs> cap of what came dinosaur. out of my search. Ugly Edward Scissorhands dinosaur. <laughs> I, I will send you guys the screen cap of my word search, of my search, <laughs> so that we can post it online so everybody will see what it's comes come out. come to this. <sighs> Ugly yes. Edward Scissorhands dinosaur, yes. folks. You know what's funny? Is that like, Fine, I get that you make an Indominus Rex or or an Indoraptor nonsense from the last movie, like I genetically engineered super dinosaurs. Sorry. I get that. What I don't get is how come in every single movie, even if the park's been shut down for years, we have new species. I'm like, what are you trying to wait, do? Wait, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for a callback in the first movie when Ian Malcolm says, "Life always finds a way." Oh my god. <laughs> that seems to be the theme. That's it. That seems to be the theme of the franchise. I mean, also I just noticed the way you know with, because you just mentioned this. When the news when this when the new trilogy came out, it's like every villainous creature in each of the movies got smaller. Because you come out with the Indominus Rex, which is a gigantic monster. And then you have the Indoraptor, which is slightly smaller than that. Slightly larger. Yeah. Oh, wait. And then you have Locus. And then you have freaking Locus. Very tiny. Oh my God. So Just the, because you said Indoraptor in the last movie. And, yeah, and, and yeah the, the bad guys keep getting smaller. You're right. You're right. But... Again, for my Aegis and everybody who hasn't seen Jurassic World 2, Fallen Kingdom, the reason it was an Indoraptor, because the reason they wanted to make a Super Raptor is just so they have an excuse for a Raptor to chase people around a North American mansion. So it was indoors, my I forgot to mention. <laughs> 
Puta, akala ko scientific name gago well, dahil lang nasa loob talaga okay. siya. Okay. Pero gago. diba, okay, okay, fine. The script, Seriously. okay, in the story naman kasi, they got the genetics of the Indominus Rex and only applied all of the strengths of that species or, or of that creature into a rap. Pero ginawang raptor size. That's the script. Yes. You know, so we could chase them around an old Victorian mansion. So, in, in, you know, inadvertently, it became an indoor raptor. Oh, wow. That's terrible, but that's better than anything in yeah, Dominion, I mean, so but, I'll allow it. But still, it's still a better design for a, you know, for a made-up creature than locusts. Okay. Um, listening to the both of you trying to explain what happened in the last one <laughs> makes me happy that I did not see the last one. Watch, I swear, watch, home watch alone Jurassic some World, point. skip Kingdom. Um, yeah, yeah skip. watch Jurassic World, skip Fallen Kingdom, really, yeah, honestly okay. and truly. I mean, at okay. least that's a good way of erasing my memory of this last one. I'll, yes, you know, and, and the callbacks are a good. good one. Yes, Fine. absolutely. Yes, the, the callbacks are fun. The score isn't obnoxious in its callbacks. The references make sense, and even bringing back Doctor Wu kind of makes sense also because the premise of Jurassic World is that they finally opened the park, but everything works. So you know, we finally see Jurassic Park the way that John Hammond dreamed it would be in 1993, and it's ama- it's amazing. You will want to go to this park when you see it in all of its glory, until <laughs> everything breaks down and they start getting eaten by dinosaurs. But before that, you want to visit this place. It's and you fantastic. see more dinosaurs this time okay, around. Okay, lang na lang ako. <laughs> <laughs> okay, lang magpampanga na lang ako. May dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> okay na. Yo, okay na. Doon na lang ulit ako. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. My nephew had fun. I had fun there. So I'd rather just like go with like... To be absolutely fair, speaking of like your nephew and all, the kids in the theater really loved it. Like walking out, we could I could hear, you know, people the, the children oh, were talking. They oh. they were all so happy just seeing dinosaurs. Oh, don't get me started on kids in the cinema. Can I go on a rant? <laughs> go for it. Ah, <laughs> uh, I I missed watching in cinemas, but I did not miss people in cinemas. <laughs> I really Amen. did not. I really did not miss it. Because like there was this... Uh, okay, so movie premiere, right? So there were a mm-hmm. bunch of kids, like um, a few families. And, this, uh, and you know, Anjo is playing with his little inflatable dinosaur right there. It's my sons. I would have sure, preferred... Excuses. I would have preferred to have it as a companion over the kid. But, but uh, guys... I know the movie is parental guidance, okay? So it mm-hmm. means that if you bring your children, you will have the responsibility to maybe explain to them what's going on, you know, parental mm-hmm. guidance. And part of that guidance is to tell your fucking kids to behave and not kick the seat of the person in front of them. Yep, that, that's valid. That's entirely valid. Or um, repeating lines that the characters just said. It is part of that parental guidance. If you cannot fulfill f- that, don't bring your fucking kids 
in the cinema. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> to be fair, adults do that repeating the lines thing. Yeah, they do. It's so stupid. Yeah, I, I don't like those people either. <laughs> they suck. I, at least the kids have excuses. But like, ah, uh, please. Do it internally, guys. Please take care of your kids. Do it My internally. God. Anyway, but okay. Okay, fine. Uh, let, let, uh, let's, uh, the, uh, annoying kid aside. Okay, let's talk about the behaved kids. They enjoyed? Yeah. They did. They did. But if only there were actually more dinosaurs for them to enjoy it. It would be no, more I don't fun. Think, uh, I, I don't think they would have cared. But there are dinosaurs. But for me and Misha, mm. we needed more dinosaurs. Not, not just you guys. I mean, not I mean, just you. you. I agree. You yeah, I agree. Because like, uh, in most, you know, creature <laughs> features that I've seen, you usually don't fucking care about the humans trying to explain no. what's going on. Like, just Not whatever complicated science hullabaloo that they have to, you know, listen to the scientists and shit. But okay, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 sure. sure. But you don't then care. Shit happens. Yeah, you just want to watch the fucking dinosaurs kill each other or kill humans. That's it. So why don't you, know, you give us that in the last <clears throat> epic conclusion of this series? So it's like, here's the thing, right? Jurassic Park is still like an iconic blockbuster because it was Spielberg, right? And he he put wonder, he put awe, he even put a little mystery, suspense, whatever. And he balanced it all so well. That's what made it like completely different from anything else you'd ever seen at the time. And, and the special effects, the visuals absolutely helped that. Everything that came after that was pretty much just like a monster movie. It, they didn't need brains anymore after the mm-hmm. first one. Jurassic World 1 understood the assignment. Like my favorite, one of my favorite kills in that one is Bryce Dallas Howard's assistant just gets murdered by this giant alligator thing after being carried through the air by a pterodactyl. And she, I was like, wow, she didn't deserve that, but it looked awesome. (laughs) That was like the, that was the moment when you you said, everything's going to shit. That was a complete tonal shift for that movie. It was amazing. You had people running from the Starbucks because there's a Starbucks on the island. It was a full theme park, my, you have to watch it. There were people running from Dinos Raptors in the gift shop. It was really good. Jurassic World was great. No, like that, that whole Raptor scene was a good reference to the first movie's Raptor scene in the kitchen only because this was a fully mm-hmm. functioning theme park. They were able to do it with a gift shop. Yep. So like the new... Um, and th- I think that's what really gets me about this latest one, Fallen Kingdom. It didn't know what to do with the dinosaurs in a modern day setting. So it just went back to old reliables. It went back to its safe zone. It put us back in another jungle with another high-tech company and with this literally the same people trying to get to the helicopter at the end. It was the same thing I'll, we've seen a hundred times. I'll take high-tech company over North American Mansion. Yeah, me too. Oh my God, that was so stupid. Mm. But uh, the, I don't know, there's just, this, this movie was not well thought of. It was like, oh, we need a new movie that features, you know, just to keep this franchise alive. Mm-hmm. And they just wrote it for the heck of it. Like, and, no, and, and you know, like how you read about like, like Tom Cruise, he said he wouldn't do another Top Gun if the story wasn't there. Or like how long it take, took to make another Ghostbusters movie because the story wasn't there. What in the world made the OG cast of Jurassic Park sign up for this movie other than, I don't know, how many zeros were on the check? Hanging out with old friends. 
Um, what, like an Adam Sandler movie where you just hire your friends and you just chill because you get a free vacation? Maybe. I mean, like, that's what Jeff Goldblum seemed to have done. Yeah, but even Adam Sandler is making hustle now. To see Sam Neill, Laura Dern, and Jeff Goldblum in something like this is kind of sad if it's not, you know, respectful or if it's not, doesn't have anything meaningful to say. There's nothing. You said, and at the end of the movie, nothing was resolved either. It was still quite respectful for Laura Dern's character in a way because, you know, she's still the go-getter that she is. But then you see Dr. Alan Grant, supposedly the most respected expert paleontologist on raptors, be treated like a banana. very confused man. He's just like a second <laughs> banana. Because like, mm-hmm. you remember that part when they Not were even... actually in Biosyn and then Jeff Goldblum mm-hmm. was giving Laura Dern that little access key thing on a jig. And like, yeah. why aren't you telling Sam Neil this? No. It's like, oh, well, well, why are you only just was, giving this information was, to Laura and Dern? Not even a second and, and banana. Was, that would have been better. Because he was treated what, like what a was joke. He, doing? he was just fighting with the barista like a confused Tito. I know. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what's going on? Uh, that's not the uh, you know that's not survivalist Alan Grant you saw in Jurassic Park one or three. No. Oh, he got senile. But uh, yeah, and I don't well, think actually, his that, American no, accent got sense. better. It doesn't make sense for him to be, to to be that confused because he's still working on this archaeology shit. He's still a scholar. He's still exactly. a very respectable man in the field. So why isn't why is he suddenly all boom 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 second banana? Yeah, I hated the um, fact that he was treated like the butt of a joke. It was sad. It was really yeah. sad. And and then when he shows when Chris when Crispy Rat shows up, well, you know, Sam Neil is all like, "Oh, I know you and your work. I admire you." I'm like, "Oh wow, really? This is how we're gonna play it? Like everyone's in love with the new characters, even if everyone came to see the old ones." But fine, whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, speaking so, of new characters. I did enjoy the Wanda Wise though. Yes, there's your thirst portion. Well, not, I, I didn't get thirsty over her, but she was just really cool. She looked great. She was movie. cool, even she if her was, character made no sense. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> her character did not make sense at all. But I appreciated her being there. Yeah, um, you know, she's freaking. She's pretty badass. I did not fully understand her motivation in helping. Bryce Dallas Howard when she was being chased by laser-guided uh, velociraptors. Me neither. It's Me like, neither. Uh, yeah, so they saw each other in the black market at first. She figures that… Um, in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. She figures that, oh, this lady is the mom of that girl we just transported. So why… And at first, she's like, no, I can't help you. You know, this is top secret shit. You know, work is work. But then later on, she helps this lady. Does she suddenly get guilty for like assisting in the daughter's kidnapping? I, I also I don't know. know. Do you, how guilty do you feel when you see a white woman hanging off the edge of a balcony and then you steal a truck to save them and you tell them, where do you want to go? I'm like, huh? You just met her in the bathroom while drying your hands. I don't know about you, but I have never developed a meaningful relationship that way with anyone. Mm. Mm, maybe I, I, out of sheer kindness, but would you go as far as to take this woman to your plane and fly mm-hmm. them to wherever they need to go? The, the, in the immediate moment, yes, I understand. Like while mm-hmm. she's being chased by a velociraptor, sure, let me help her. <laughs> but going as yeah. far as using fuel for the yep. plane, and you know how expensive yep. fuel is these days. Like it's insane. Mm-hmm. It's fucking insane. You wouldn't go that far, yes. lady. Really? Yes. So, you know, like. You know, this this whole thing is just when everything is just so convenient for everyone. 
Oh, I saw her daughter. Oh, it just so happens that that's the girl I saw. Oh, it just so happens I was an Air Force pilot who needed money. That's now that's the why I smuggle things now to billionaires and stuff like that. And 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 sure, while we're at it, while I save this lady with the pickup truck and then onto my plane, I will also have her husband on board with me. Why not? Make him have a really cool ramp entrance into the plane. And then I'll 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 threaten my entire mercenary career by going back to the place that just paid me to do human trafficking because I have a conscience now. Okay, sure, whatever. Uh, she had a cool she, she had a cool chase on the ice. That's oh, all that I can say. Cool. Yeah, that no, was pretty. She cool. looked great, and she had a very cool. And 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 okay, you know how in Mission Impossible movies it came to a point where Tom Cruise and Chris McQuarrie just come up with really really cool ideas for stunts, and then they design <laughs> storylines around those. While they're shooting, which pisses off everybody, but it looks great in the end. I think that the ice sequence in this movie and the bit with Claire in the lake, I have this feeling that they came up with those before they had a story. Because they stand out for just how freaking cool they are in comparison to everything else. And the black market. And the black market. Which, ironically, the the whole black market thing reminded me of when they were trying to make Jurassic Park 3 in the late 90s. And there were so many rumors and a lot of the stuff that was going around online because the internet existed in the late 90s, one of the things that came out, they leaked some storyboards <laughs> where they were actually considering a storyline where the U.S. Army was splicing soldiers with dinosaurs. And yeah. I honestly think that would make a better movie now. Oh my God, did you see the sketch, the sketch, uh, the concept art of those humanoid yes, dinosaurs? Yeah, oh they were my freaky. Freaking horrible. Mm. Dumbass storyline though. I, I could not. It was no. just... You know, at the end of the day, we don't really care about dumbass storylines as long as you give us the nice, fun, dinosaur, human hacking action. But this didn't have that either, so... (laughs) Yeah, I I was disappointed. Look, I mean, I saw the original one in the theaters. I was like eight or nine. And it it was honestly one of my favorite big screen experiences ever. Like... Ever. My brother had to cover his eyes when that T-Rex busted out of its paddock, but I couldn't look away. I was scared to shit, but I didn't close my eyes because I needed to see everything. And after it was done, I became obsessed with just finding out how this thing was made. I couldn't believe what I'd seen and heard and experienced. And literally, the result is the nerd that's talking to you now. I I just became obsessed with finding out how this thing worked. I read the books, I read the behind the scenes, I watched the behind the scenes documentary and so it's it's a very very you know it, it was a big thing for me. And when it came out when the 20th anniversary re-release came out in 3D on IMAX, I I I I grabbed my assistant and we skipped work for 3 hours. We went to Mall of Asia and we watched this thing, you know. It was I mean, great. That, that, so coming movie. back to it now, coming back to it in 2015, sorry, Andrew, with Jurassic World, I mean, that was a great thing to experience. It was a great legacy sequel, just the right notes of nostalgia with a whole bunch of new stuff. It was exciting. And Vincent D'Onofrio was the bad guy. So it was like quality all the way. Mm-hmm. And then you got Fallen Kingdom. And then you got Dominion. And it just keeps getting worse. So if you ask me, as a lifetime fan, I, I, I wish they'd stop. Just just stop. Afterworld. Afterworld. After Jurassic mm. World. I mean, like, you had Jurassic Park, which, you know, kind of changed the landscape of how 
VFX and CGI was, was viewed in in modern mm-hmm. cinema. You know, I think the Steven Spielberg laid down the, the you know the stepping stones for how how all these CGI artists work nowadays. So it was pretty stark, mm-hmm. and and to see how how the only good thing that I I liked about I guess Dominion was probably the use of of um the use of uh, practical effects when they have animatronics, which was a good callback to how they produced the mm-hmm. first movie. Yeah. Because it was a good mix of, of CGI and animatronics where, you know, the appearance would break down as well. So that's kind of cool. It mm. was. It was. I mean, the technical aspects of this film, I have no complaints. Technically, oh, no, it's, it's gorgeous. Fine. You know, the CGI yeah. is great. The animatronics are great. The action is great. When there is action even going on, which is yes. not much, well, it's fine when there is. Right. Yeah. So, so Except, this movie isn't yeah. all that, you know, it had its shining moments. It's still a bad movie, but it, you know, it's, they, they were still entertaining at some points. It's not mm. like… Except when the biggest threat to human life in this movie is a swarm of locusts that was set on fire. <laughs> yes. Brilliant. It looked like one of Moses' biblical plagues. I'm like, why is this happening here? Or, you know, how mad scientist slash Steve Jobs actually started feeling guilty or or wanted to like destroy the evidence by trying to burn these little locust things. And what convinces him? Online articles. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't think <laughs> like, he was ooh, feeling ooh. I it's like, oh no, I've had, I've been had, I'm gonna get caught, I'm just I don't gonna think go he was burn feeling it. Guilty. I think it was just, no, you know, it's not, it's not really, I, I mean, like, guilty na siya. Not uh, like, mm-hmm. he doesn't feel bad. It's not like, oh no, oh, what have I done to humanity? Boohoo. No, it's not that. It's more of like, oh, uh, him being I'm caught. caught. Right yeah. Okay. I'm, I've been caught. I've been had. Might as well try to burn Dodson, it. Dodson. But no. But then it ends up so stupid that, you know, these locusts, they try to set them on fire, but then they make this little fire vacuum and burn through the ceiling. Okay? It does not go well. And 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 come on, look at B.D. Wong as Dr. Wu, right? This is the guy who created dinosaurs in the oh first place. And his biggest regret in life is not causing hundreds upon hundreds of deaths in the last 30 years from his dinosaurs. It's not disrupting the ecosystem by having the dinosaurs in the wild. Nope, it's not, not even it's fine. screwing up. It's fine. What yeah. he's most sorry about in his life is mutant locusts. I mean, why would it be sorry? I mean, why would you make locusts? Anyway, I would be sorry that, that, if I made locusts. <laughs> at least it's know. not frogs. Bugs. At least it's not bugs. frogs. At least it's not. Uh, oh, okay, fine. One last thing. Uh, okay, fine. Let's end it on a positive note. The kid who was playing Maisie was pretty good. This is only her second movie. She was pretty decent. I can't, I she can't believe it's annoying, her second movie. I guess. She was good. She was only, good. Her first movie was Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. I feel bad for her, but I hope <laughs> she has a good career moving forward. She was cute in that movie, to be honest. Mm-hmm. You know, watching her perform because she was still a small kid in that movie. Yeah. She, was kind of, yeah. she was cute. And then Yet, in this be, movie, she was pretty good. To be fair, usual 14 or 15-year-old characters who are going through, you know, the, the motions, being all emo and leave me alone, you're not my real mother, kind of, you know, that kind of character usually gets it annoying. Yeah, yeah, but absolutely. she wasn't annoying, to be fair to her. Final thoughts? <laughs> What's your takeaway from this movie and would you recommend it? 
if you have a kid and he he or she really wants to watch it, watch it. It's your kid. Do something for your child. Entertain. Did you them. watch it with your kid? No. no I'm kidding. Too, <laughs> too young. Like a year old. That that shit would traumatize him the way that Do you it read. for your kid. <laughs> I watched the first one when I was five. The scene in the bathroom where the lawyer gets eaten by the T-Rex traumatized me. I stopped at that and ran out. <laughs> that was amazing. That was amazing. Uh, see, that's what we're looking for as adults, you know. But we didn't get any of that gore. We didn't get much of there, that gore. But, you know, anything if iconic. You know, I went to the premiere once again. Thank you to Universal for inviting us. And so sorry was... about our rant. <laughs> <laughs> we're sorry. We're just we're being sorry. honest. You know, this is probably why you ask for our opinion anyway. <laughs> it also doesn't help that they Or did, they, they, did they even be... ask for our opinion? I'm not sure. But either way, the experience was great though. Um, what kind of saved me from the experience was seeing it on IMAX and 3D. I usually hate IMAX. I, I usually hate 3D. That's mm-hmm. one thing. But at least... It somehow made the dinosaurs a little bit more majestic whenever there were dinosaurs out there. And the locusts actually did kind of like for two seconds feel like they were flying at you. I'm going to be honest. If I saw those locusts in 3D, I probably would have freaked out. But that's it. You know what? It's like, like, if I just saw that on regular uh, screens, I would be even more fucking pissed than I was in the cinema. At least it was like, ah, this is an immersive experience. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. I'm enjoying it. Um, So at the very least, there's You know what would have pissed you off more? Is if you paid for the ticket. (laughs) (laughs) Um, True. True. I, I... I can't say that it was a great cinema experience for me, but I when I saw how much like the kids and teenagers were digging the movie, um, I guess part of me realized that you know maybe it's doing what it's supposed to do, and maybe I'm not the target for this anymore. But then I remember that every single trailer, every single trailer was being targeted at my nostalgia. So exactly. I don't think that's entirely true. I think they just got confused at what they were doing. They didn't have a focused plan of how to execute it. And it just crumbled. They just crumbled under their ambition. They tried to do too many things and they couldn't, you know, they couldn't focus properly. And we all saw the end result. It was a movie that could have been great. It could have been like another Top Gun or Ghostbusters Afterlife. But in the end, it's just, it's like Matrix Resurrections. That's what it is. It's, mm, it's, ooh. Question: It's is just it, a lot of callbacks for nothing. Is what what? Ooh, ooh, good question though for the both of you. What's worse, this one or Matrix Resurrections? Ooh, <laughs> Matrix Resurrections. Oh, wow. Hmm. Matrix Resurrections, just because this was not trying to be all meta and pretentious. Mm. I think this one because I expected the Wachowskis to be meta and pretentious. This <laughs> one, I don't feel that I got the movie that I was promised. Because again, it didn't help. I saw this right after Top Gun. This, this, which showed us, you know, that that, that was nostalgia pushing a new storyline, but they did it right. But this, this, this one, one didn't know what he wanted to do. This one entertained me more than The Matrix 4 did. Only because you love dinosaurs, not because you love anything the movie did. Mm. I did love the CGI and Ian Malcolm. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff we, Goldblum. We hate them both. It's fine. <laughs> we can hate them both. <laughs> um, well, 
Would I recommend this? <laughs> well, me, given that I have absolutely no context to this part of the trilogy. No. <laughs> not like me. Because like, it's not even going to be worth it. Because you don't... The, the dinosaur action here doesn't even satisfy you for someone who is not caught up with the story. So no. But to be fair, if you do have an emotional connection to the first three... Like probably like Misha. I think the squeals of the people in the cinema with me count for something when, um, you know, the fan service moments between Ellie and Alan happened. I mean, I mean, counts for that counts for something. Like, uh, like at least at least half the cinema were like, yeah, finally. So <laughs> for them, yeah, okay. If you're one of those people, then sure, go ahead, mm-hmm. watch it for the nostalgia. You won't like how they all get together, but. If you want to see it, then go. But yeah. if you're gonna go there for dinosaurs, mabibitan ka lang. Because my, my, my wife enjoyed it. So I was like, okay, cool. There's, you know, the people appreciate it. It's not like The Matrix 4 where… <laughs> Nobody appreciated it. Nobody appreciated it. <laughs> okay, you that's fair. Like, yeah, and as oh. bullshit as the ending looks, like, you know, dinosaurs running with the wild and, you know, little baby dinosaurs being picked up by little girls in the park. Ugh, bullshit. But, you know… Uh, also, you know, if you, have, if you have kids, if you have kids who really want to watch this, just do it. Just watch. Yeah, just okay. watch for the kids. Mm-hmm. Thank you God know. I don't have kids. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to wind this up by saying that I was really frustrated by, you know, by the scattershot nature of it and by the fact that some of the best footage was the, some of the cheesiest best footage and glimpses of what the movie that we could have gotten were left to the last two minutes, the same as Fallen Kingdom, where the dinosaurs are interacting with modern day surroundings, where the dinosaurs are acting, interacting with modern day animals. All the cool stuff that you saw in the trailer, it's only in the last two minutes. I don't know why they did that. But if you have time, go to YouTube and check out, look up Dominion, uh, Jurassic World Dominion prologue. It's a five-minute prologue starting, in the, starting 65 million years ago, showing the dinosaurs in their prime. And this is supposed to be the original opening of the film before they cut it out for some reason. Um, it's a cool sequence. It shows the dinosaurs in their natural state before cutting to the present day and showing a T-Rex being hunted at a drive-in movie theater. And it's great. I don't know. My God, that should have been the intro. Not some fucking now this video. And then also, um, there's another short film. I'm like, why is all the best stuff not even in the movie? God damn it. The, the, there's another second. There's another short film. It's called Battle at Big Rock. Look it up. It's a 10-minute short film about a family on a camping trip who encounter an Allosaurus who tries to murder them all. So that's the kind of stuff that would have been cool to see in the movie, but now it's just online. So watch it online. Watch the prologue. You'll have all the wonder and majesty that this movie didn't have. Watch Battle at Big Rock. You'll have all the modern day people interacting with dinosaurs that this movie didn't have. And then watch the last two minutes of Dominion because it has all the interactions with modern animals that this movie didn't have. Um, All the best stuff never made it to the main feature. The nostalgia didn't work for me. The action didn't work for me. Um, mm-hmm. I think they should just stop. I, I can't recommend it in good conscience. But again, if you have kids who just really love dinosaurs and don't care, and aren't don't have any expectations, then by all means, go for it. I mean, I'm sure they'll love it. And with that, I think it's time to call this an episode. Thank you, everyone, for joining us this week. We are the Subo Tours. Look us up on Facebook. 
and Instagram at look us up on Facebook and Instagram at Subway Tours Podcast join our Facebook group Subway Tours We Like Movies where we post updates memes and news from the world of cinema and check out our other episodes we are on Spotify Google Podcast and Apple Podcast let us know in the comments what you think about Jurassic World Dominion Jurassic Park or anything in the franchise or even tell us what your favorite dinosaur movies are until next time, we are the Subway Tours. We are your hosts. I'm Misha. <laughs> wow, you powered through that. I'm oh my so god, that was so hard. I'm so proud of so you, Misha. Hard. I'm, I'm not even so going to say all my the name. random noises. You know what? He's Misha. He did his job very well. <laughs> I don't even need an outro anymore. That he. Oh, man. Good job. Good I'm job. triangulating. Oh. <laughs> Eyes on oh me. God. I am impressed. <laughs> I am very uh, impressed. I'm amazed. More impressed amazed. by that effort by then this movie. That was just as tenacious as a raptor, Misha. Amazing. Right. Thank you, guys. Thank okay. you, everyone. <laughs> Dinosaurs. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. That was Bye. fun. Bye. Rar. Rar. Hope you alone. Watch Top Gun 2. Watch <laughs> <Stretch. laughs> Football.